0: here once again we're back <laughs> sovereign minds the <laughs> podcast uh today is august 1st 2022 wow can, can you believe it it's like,
1: no yeah, it's, it's really hard to believe
0: unbelievable uh, i want to welcome <laughs> everybody we're brought to you by mountaintopmedia.com and uh, you can go to apple Podcasts, spotify youtube facebook i should get another one in there for youtube <laughs> Uh, uh, Rumble's good and uh, at Kent uh, um, MKent101. Like and hit the share button. Get this content out there if you like it. Uh, and, uh, you know, ring the bell, smash the bell. And you got to
1: smash the bell to get it the out bell. there, you know? Yeah.
0: Well, we have a special guest with, with us today. We have Christy Matthews, who we've known for a few years now. I don't know. Yeah, 20, Just a few years. Like like yeah.
2: uh, <laughs> we just met. We, yeah, well, yeah. Uh, who? 64. Oh, <laughs> you need to get closer to the mic. Okay,
1: I, I've never seen her before. What? Yeah. <laughs> Say what? Just found me in the parking lot. Yeah. yeah, she was out on the street corner, you know? It's like, hey. Oh. Do you need some? I know there's a joke, Charlie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, <Yeah. laughs> she's a great friend, that's for sure, Absolutely. and business partner, no and many other things. The we title do of
0: our program today is Double Speak, and we're going to talk mm-hmm. about how, yeah, you know, it's uh, kind of like if you change the meanings of all the words, you lose all the concepts uh, of what the words actually mean. I don't know. We haven't seen anything like that uh, lately, recession maybe. Uh, so let's uh, go ahead and play the cartoon. Uh, this yeah, let's is...
1: kick it off with some yeah. something fun. Yeah. Yeah, this is you know, is fun, actually. it's serious, and, uh, we'll everybody, but that, it is we'll talk fun. Talk about inflation
0: yeah. and uh, relationship to uh, investments, how to protect yourself, that type of thing. So, are we are we ready, Eli, or should I just keep uh, dancing? <laughs> uh,
1: stop hitting the table.
0: Stop tapping the table.
1: <laughs> Here we go. Right, this, this is, is pretty echo, good.
0: Echo chamber. This is pretty good <laughs> stuff.
3: Go ahead a bold move. The Biden administration has prevented a recession by changing the definition of the word recession. We have a few of Washington's top political strategists here to discuss the decision. This was a brilliant move and it's opened up many possibilities for Biden. In fact, it's being rumored that his administration now plans on balancing the budget by changing the definition of the word deficit. Uh, th- that's absolutely right. Inflation, uh, unemployment, shortages, these are all very serious problems that the American people are depending on the Biden administration to change the definitions of exactly look right now Americans need real leadership. someone <laughs> who's going to take a stand and tell them everything's fine stop. About guys the about <laughs> the Americans ever. who say we can't trust a president to change the meanings of words he can't pronounce. Well <laughs> while they're updating definitions, the Biden administration has also been adding a very generous list of additional accepted pronunciations for most of these words. so they've eliminated his gaffing problem as well. Impressive. That's right. Uh, and along with that, for the utterances he's made that we can't quite make out, uh, the Biden administration is also issuing a list of new words. under pressure, bad calf care, as in the of Himalayas. These are no longer gaffes. They're real words said by our real president. Incredible. After the break, Biden ruled competent after medical examiners changed the definition of dementia. <laughs>
0: You know, because, that is so spot on. It's like, yes, it, yeah, it's yeah.
1: funny, but but it's so truthful. It is so yeah. truthful. You, you know, know unfortunately. I mean? And like, it's sad. Right. <laughs> Good it's point. Sad that we're
3: well, living through this.
0: It goes to, you know, you go all the way back to 1984 or, well, I mean, that's what the whole thing was about. You change the words so they change the meanings. Freedom is slavery. Truth is uh, lies. Ignorance is freedom. You know, whatever. Or ignorance is, is uh, you know, intelligence. and. Right. Uh, you it's gotten to the point of absolute. Uh, now, these guys know exactly what they're doing in politics. Oh, it's right. By design. Right. We
1: all, I think we all at the table agree right. with that. This is all by design. It's not by accident. Of course. Yeah. Uh, I, I think it's totally on purpose. Go ahead and pull up
0: the next example of dictionary. This is examples of doublespeak. And uh, so <laughs> we've got some, you know, basically is uh, doublespeak is complete opposite of plain, simple truth. It distorts words and phrases often in order to conceal the truth. For example, a pharmaceutical company uh, s- uh, some uh, said something like, uh, "There are some minor side effects," when it should be clearly stated that the drug may cause <laughs> a heart attack. Does that sound like anything that we might have been dealing with here? The-
3: <laughs> no. <laughs> no, they would never
0: lie. To like us, sudden would
3: they? acute death.
0: Yeah. yeah. I mean and the people are dropping like flies. I mean 3 or 4 over the weekend. Uh, uh, yeah. You know, and these guys are in good shape, young people, you know. Uh, so sure. what is double speak? Now this is comes from, you know, uh, newspeak news uh, speak, double talk uh, you know, Orwellian stuff, and is communication in a way that misrepresents or obscures the truth. It combines both a sense and nonsense in a deliberate, and I think that's a part of the key phrase there, a deliberate effort on the part of the message sender to conceal the true meaning of what is being said. In some cases, doublespeak is often used to soften the impact of what the message sender is describing, but more often it is used to camouflage the truth. Now, I think that's so right on. I mean,
1: uh, I think we see that so much in mm-hmm. everyday life right now. No matter what we're talking about, you know, if we're talking if about that- politics, we're talking about everyday life, we're talking about the food chain. It's, I, think it's giving, I think
0: they're giving courses at, at the college on double speak. Sure. I took Double two hundred two, you know, and, uh, and now I'm now proud I, now of I, now it. I'm going into politics, yeah, uh, but that's it's so true. I mean, these guys, they, I you can't listen to any politician, I don't care which side of the aisle, without just getting the plain freaking truth. Maybe the exception to that rule was Trump. Yes. and of course he was vilified. He was demonized. You know, you can't be saying the truth, like, "Oh, there's a shithole down there uh, in he some spoke foreign the truth. country." Yeah, he spoke the truth, and that was, and that made people, that uh, hurt people's feelings,
1: and they were uncomfortable. And
3: he he sent out mean tweets.
1: <laughs> oh, we're not going to go to the feeling part again, are we? <laughs> how you feel? Yeah. Yeah. You know, it just how made I feel. Me feel? So
3: uncomfortable with his tweets. <laughs> uh, I know.
0: And uh, I had a Matt Gatz uh, one here. It was funny because they asked him, "Hey, you said something about the people at the abortion. Uh, uh, you know, they were all fat, ugly women. And uh, you know, do you stand behind that?" And he says, "Yeah." Yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then they go, "Don't you find that offensive to some people? Or they're, that they're going to you're going to offend people? Are you worried about that?" No, let them be offended. Exactly. I don't give a crap. That's the approach (laughs) that we need to start taking. It really is effective, is that we don't care what they think anymore. Is this the truth or not should be the litmus test. Now, let's go to JP, because when I was doing this little research this morning, and I wasn't sure where we were going... Uh, I just happened to run across the 1984. I, in fact, I didn't even look at JP until I came back after I'd already done the doublespeak and all this other stuff. <laughs> I'm looking at it. You know, I looked at Winston on the on the rack, and he's like, "What? How many fingers am I holding up?" And he's like, "Ah, whatever you want." <laughs> I mean, I don't care. But th- they want you to think whatever they tell yeah. you is the truth. And that's really what it comes down to. It's not a matter of, oh, gee, should I wear a mask? Or uh, what's the science? Is it the truth? No, I told you to wear a mask, and that is the real issue. Can
3: you imagine what the strategy meetings are like up in Washington? And maybe they're having the Oval Office meeting and deciding you know, what the narrative should be and how to deliver the narrative. And they probably just come right down to it and say, just lie.
0: Uh, either that the or... Fact it, checkers <laughs> will take
3: care of it. Just lie. Either that yeah.
0: or you got them saying, huh. Oh, would you like a cigarette?
3: <laughs>
0: you'll and, you, but you know what, and you'll
1: love it. What is sad or scary about this whole thing is a lot of people believe it. Yeah.
3: That's what's y- sad. Y- you know, it well, really
1: is sad that we're you know we're kind of having a good time here and laughing about it. But it's sad that a lot of people that watch mainstream media take it for the gospel. Well, so to, garbage so to speak. in,
0: garbage out. If you all know, your premises. It's like if you all you did was plug into a computer uh, a BS, all you would get out of the computer is BS. Right. So we've plugged them into the BS uh, machine uh, at our universities and colleges and these p- places that have been taken over by the leftists. So they come out of there. They don't know up from down, forward, back, sideways. They don't even know. They're more worried about their grammar than an actual reality. Right. And their reality is whatever they think it should be, and you know, gee, if I wanted to identify as this today or that tomorrow, it's how I feel. You know yeah. what's stunning <laughs> though
3: is look how much infiltration has happened in every corner of society, right. in our our corporate boardrooms, in government, uh, in in our local businesses. It's it's our teachers. It's mm-hmm. all over the place, and um, I don't know what what the answer is going to be. I mean, we can't shelter our children entirely from everything. I think the answer they have is going to be the ex- truth. We do have yeah. to tell the, the truth. Tr- you have to tell yes. the truth
0: and it's hard. And the truth always seems to come to the forefront sooner or later. Yes. Uh, we can, depend, you know, pretend that there's no food shortage is all you want. But at some point when you get starting to get hungry, you go, well, maybe there is a food shortage
1: because I'm hungry all the time. All right. So but that's, that's fine. Try of. to
3: find a cloth and pickle. Yeah. <laughs>
1: I'm gonna leave that one alone. Honestly, I'm gonna leave they it. They have been so, off the shelves for months.
0: Let's uh, <laughs> l- let's go with JP. Uh, make in uh, 1984 fiction again, and and he has a way of spinning things in uh, kind of a reverse order to illustrate points, which I love. Uh, so go ahead and play it, Eli. Have you
2: noticed how 1984 is playing out in real life? <laughs> <laughs> it's a horror film. Now, at the end of this video, I'll share with you my perspective on what you can do to help make 1984 fiction again, because it makes a much better story than it does a reality. But in order to do that, it's helpful to recognize how 1984 is playing out in our world today. It's been said that you can't get out of a jail you don't know you're in. But once you know you're in a jail, you can recognize it, and then you can do something to get out of it. And in this case, it's more like, you can't get out of Orwell's 1984 horror film until you know you're in it. So let's take a look at how we're in it so we can get out of it. The Ministry of Truth is an expression of 1984's Double Think, or Double Speak, saying one thing, but meaning another. Which basically means the thing is typically the exact opposite of what it claims to be. And thus, the Ministry of Truth is actually the Ministry of Lies. We see you, media. In today's world, the most obvious attempt to make 1984's Ministry of Truth a non-fiction reality has been the Disinformation Governance Board. Hi! Hi! We're here to tell you what you're allowed to think is true. But unfortunately, it was too obvious, which created enough backlash from We the People that the death of the Disinformation Governance Board came to pass. Now they'll have to continue administering their lies in the less obvious ways that they already do that they also think we're too dumb to see. Yep. Like the government, big tech, and the media. Wait just a minute there, JP. You just said that the media, big tech, and the government are propagating lies. I don't think so. They go to painstaking efforts to tell me on a very consistent basis that what they're shoving in my face 24 seven is the truth. Good point. But the organizations that try to control you with lies aren't going to just say we're lying to you because that would be honesty and honesty goes against the very nature of a liar. So expecting a dishonest entity to be honest with you is perhaps an unrealistic expectation. The Thought Police. A delightfully benevolent, tyrannical arm of the Ministry of Truth. Just take a look at the censors and fact checkers always trying to police your thoughts, and you'll be looking at the Thought Police. And not only that, but they're also policing people with punishment along the way for thinking the wrong thoughts with shadow banning, deplatforming, and media smear campaigns. It's great doublespeak. (laughs) Again, doublespeak is designed to propagate the very thing that it claims to be against in order to get the masses to consent to it rather than resist it. And here are some fun doublespeak examples playing out in our world today. Give up your freedoms for your protection. Censorship saves democracy. Racial equity to fight racism. Misinformation. Conspiracy theories. And going to war to create peace. What fun examples! Let's take a quick look at each one. Give up your freedoms for your protection is double speak for give up your freedoms so you're not protected from us. Let's terrorize them with fear to get them to be compliant with what we want. Whoa, what a harmful thing to do to people. No, it's for their protection. Oh, well, what a helpful thing to do to people. <laughs> but it's all for your protection. <laughs> What the Ministry of Truth probably doesn't want you to know is that the walls that protect you will soon imprison you. And get this, some wackos out there would say that the most dangerous thing you could ever do is give up your freedoms. Censoring to save democracy is doublespeak for censoring to destroy democracy. Do not question election integrity. Why not? Because we said so, and this is a democracy. The Biden administration has been proven to be instructing Facebook on what to censor under the guise of saving our democracy. And more recently, in Elon Musk's bid to acquire Twitter in order to transform it from a censorship platform to a free speech platform, the thought police warn us about the dangers of this and tell us we need more censorship in order to uphold our democracy. Ha! As a democracy can only exist in a society that has free exchange of thoughts and ideas, and therefore free speech, don't think too much about that, or else recognizing the doublespeak of the two contradictory ideas will have you tempted to start thinking for yourself. Racial equity is doublespeak for racism, and that would be dangerous. Right, New York Times? What if you found out that critical race theory and other expressions of racial equity are actually forms of racism trying to prey on good people who want to do good things. And the problem stems from people letting the thought police tell them what good things are rather than letting their own conscience determine what good things are, and they become a useful idiot perpetuating racism rather than eliminating it. But JP, why would the corrupt powers that be want to perpetuate racism? (laughs) I know it's weird to think that evil people would want to perpetuate something that's evil, but stay with me on this one. (laughs) Racism (laughs) equals division, and a divided society is a controllable society. And controlling society is perhaps what the corrupt powers that be want, rather than having the people be in control of their own society. Misinformation is doublespeak for truth we're gonna fact check you and censor speech to protect you from misinformation what if you found out that what's labeled misinformation is actually truth and the thought police labeling things as misinformation isn't meant to protect you from anything but rather protects them from you being empowered by truth conspiracy theories are double speak for reality what should we do when there's an inconvenient truth for us that people are starting to catch on to how about we slap a slanderous label on it that smears the character of anyone tempted to believe such a thing i know we can call it a conspiracy theory that's great we can use that on any truth we don't want people to believe it's not very creative of us but it will make them look like a moronic nut job anytime we call them that. If you pay attention to the narrative, why do conspiracy theories prove to be more true than reality oftentimes? Conspiracy theorists keep getting things right. Experts say that's dangerous. Dangerous to get things right? Thank you, Thought Police. I'll go back to sleep now. Go to war to create peace. double doublespeak for go to war to eliminate peace. The authoritarians like going to war. Whether their agenda is control, profit, or both, who knows? But in order to get the masses to consent to going to war, they have to get them to believe that there's a good virtuous reason for going to war. Enter the doublespeak. You 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 want peace, don't you? Yeah? Then we have to go to war. Okay. Otherwise, without preying on the good conscience of people with predatory doublespeak, the people would resist the war efforts because it doesn't feel good in their soul and thus the agenda of the authoritarians would be much harder for them to materialize. Creating a common enemy to control people. In the film, the Ministry of Truth would get people enraged about a horrible, despicable enemy. The enemy didn't actually exist. The corrupt powers that be didn't actually need an enemy. They just needed people to believe there was an enemy. Because that allowed them to persuade people based on emotions. Control a person's emotions, and you control their mind. What are some modern day examples? Yeah, I, I support the current thing, and therefore the enemy is whatever opposes <laughs> the current thing. I stand with Ukraine, so... I hate Russia. That's cool. Did you know Ukraine doesn't allow gay marriage? And they also didn't allow black people to evacuate the country simply because they're black. And also the president had his political rivals thrown in prison so he could have a dictatorship over the country that we're told is a democracy. Or the current thing is, get the shot. You're a good person if you do. And we need to round up the anti-jabbers and throw them into concentration camps. Or, wow, BLM is the current thing. We need to defund the police. That's cool. Why don't we defund the thought police? Here's what you can do about it. Okay, so if that's some of the 1984 jail playing out in real life that we'd otherwise be in if we don't recognize it, what can you and I do to help make 1984 fiction again? Well, here's five quick thoughts on that that I think will make a difference according to my delusional perspective. But don't take my word for it. Please use your own discernment and your own critical thinking. Number one, take control of your mind. Your sovereignty depends on it. Number two, avoid predatory sources of news that are designed to manipulate your thoughts. This means that your TV will function best when it's in the off position. Number three, (laughs) when something doesn't make sense to you or it feels off or seems contradictory... Trust your instincts instead of just going along with it. Number four, when you hear the narrative, pay attention to what they try to get you to think is true and what they try to get you to think is false. And then play reverse psychology on their doublespeak and you'll probably be pointed in a more truthful direction. Number five, stop outsourcing. Let what you stand for and what you protect against be determined by your own conscience and discernment. Trust yourself. And when you find yourself not going along with the herd, take that as a sign that you're probably not being a sheep. With that said, I think if we all do our part in taking back control of our minds, we can collectively make 1984 fiction again. Because a film is much better to watch than to live. Stay free, my friend.
0: There you go. Yep. Amen. Now, there's a ton of stuff to unpack there. I mean. No. Was, uh, again,
1: why they're zigging, uh, you should be zagging or z- yeah. zagging and zigging, you know. Yeah. Well, Don't I want to
0: be the sheep. There's so much there uh, that's truthful in what he says. I, was, uh, I thought that was a brilliant piece. It is. And, uh, you know, we talked about what can we do. I think he laid out a pretty good plan to start yes, with anyway. But let's go back to what we were going to bring this whole thing around to is uh, double speak uh, as far as recession and inflation. <laughs> no.
3: oh, oh, wow, recession is easy. We're not in a recession. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't
1: feel like a recession. That's how easy it is. I don't we'll feel a recession it. because I'm Joe Biden. I don't feel well. I don't feel too much of anything. But <laughs> right now, the only thing Joe Biden feels
0: like
3: is tater tots.
1: Yeah, but uh, <laughs> <you know. laughs> it's it's insane.
3: Uh, or chocolate pudding. Chocolate ice cream.
0: You know, <laughs> ice cream. He's got the double cream. chip chocolate chip chocolate. He can't you
1: know. find his
3: pudding, that's yeah, for sure.
0: It's insane. Well, So
1: just like he said, and we've talked about it before, You know, all of us, whatever they say, think of the opposite. Mm-hmm, and right. they're probably going to hit it cl- more close mm-hmm. to the truth about what's really going yeah. on about any subject. I don't care. Pick a subject. It's it doesn't matter. It's surprising
0: about how many people just go along to get along and, are, and 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 don't even examine what they don't think. think about it. Yeah. So, so recession, you know, we've got clear cut examples of how they've, they've exposed their hand to a big degree. Right. I mean, because you know, everybody had the definition of recession and we'll just change it and do whatever we want. But inflation is a little more subtle going on at this point, but inflation is increasing the supply of, of money, money. And right. therefore yeah. devaluing it. And then the question is, what do you do about it? And, uh, They've been telling us all kinds of stuff. Well, there is no inflation. It's transitory. Uh, <laughs> yeah. We haven't peaked yet. Uh, don't worry. That's frightening. <laughs>
1: yeah, everything <laughs> will be okay. There's no
0: such thing as a food shortage. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, so you know, we we probably have some differing uh, uh, different points of view on what to do about it. I'm more of a precious metal guy, and uh, you guys are more of the Bitcoin. And, and I say we should have them both. I, right. Yeah, I, just I think, think we are too. Are, should yeah. have a
3: balanced approach. Yeah, I yeah. just
0: I just think our allocations would be a little different on the amount. Correct. Uh, and, maybe. and you
3: should have a little bit of fiat on board too. Well,
0: you sh- I agree you with need that. To have too. Some, See,
3: we agree with that. It's everything. not going to go away overnight, but it's just going to be worth less over time. Right. And right. so but you need to have some of that. You need to have some gold, silver. You need to have some Bitcoin, some of the right cryptocurrencies. Ammunition.
1: <laughs> food.
3: Yeah. Uh, you know, I food think, supply. I uh, think with that it's FOMO. Good
1: relationships with farmers and y- things like that. You know, it. people yes. the fear of missing out for people is to educate them so they right. don't have that fear. Whether it's gold, silver, ammo, whatever, mm-hmm. right. Is to educate the people so they don't have their lives dictated by the fear. Well, of you know what fear
0: stands for, right? False expectations appearing real. And that's the problem is right. that everybody uses a fear-based uh, pr- approach. Uh, not everybody, but a lot of people yeah. use a fear-based approach when it comes to investing. And uh, I think that that across the board, we do know one thing and we will agree uh, 100% on is the fact that inflation is devaluing our currency, taking our buying power away from us, and is a subtle way of taxing it's everybody. It's a tax. Yeah, Yeah, Yeah. uh, so that you don't realize is happening because uh, you don't see it. It's not like they took a portion of your money uh, out of your bank account, but they actually did take a portion of your money (laughs) out of your bank account uh, without actually taking the money. And the system
3: was, it's by design to have a 2% interest uh, inflationary rate, and you multiply that over the number of years that we've had the system in place, (sighs) it is bound to implode. It's well, it by design. Point, yeah. yeah. I th- it has to.
0: It has to implode simply because at some point in time you're going to devalue everything so much. And then what happens is historically you're always trying to catch up. With what's happening on the problems, because the problem's Mm -hmm. starting to escalate out of control, kind of like what we've got now, and so the only fix they really have is to create more debt, uh, lend it to us, which is what creates more money uh, that devalues the currency in the house that Beelzebub built. So,
1: uh, but but I think we'll agree that we do know that it's collapsing. The fiat currency is collapsing. There is other systems in place. That's kind of where we come in, like with Bitcoin and stuff, is it is in place. We do know that. Right. You know, we can all agree upon those systems and how we're going to, you know, what are we going to do with the systems that are in place? And our part is Bitcoin is educating the people to know. Well, it's coming. Yeah, it's coming whether you want it it, it or not. We want to help
3: people adopt what's coming because the alternative that's going to be put into place, if you look at ISO 20022, which is an international uh, standard, uh, which is the replacement of the payment processing system, it's going to replace SWIFT. Right. That's the CBDC. So at some point in time, there's going to be um, a face-off as to whether we're going to have decentralized currencies available to us, or we're going to have a centralized currency right. that is going to have censorship built into it, and that is—that's very frightening.
0: I think we should probably translate that into English. Yes. Uh, so,
1: <laughs> so. The thing is, get the—we're go- running to have the government out. Well. Yes, of
0: well, I think it's about business. I think it's about preserving value and re- and the problem with what you're talking about is that when we switch this currency system. Uh, it's probably going to supplant the world reserve currency of the dollar into maybe yuan or special drawing rights or whatever it's going to be, oh, and that's, that's a whole open. other ball yeah. of wax. Yes. But I, but what I'm talking about is preserving value. The reason that you want to get these other things going is you want to preserve the value yes. that you've worked for over time. Right. You know, if you if you're sitting in the stock market and it goes down eighty percent, you lost eighty percent of your value. Right. If you're in a currency that is going two percent a year, and you can uh, you know get your investments to go over that 2%, then you're gaining a value. Right. The problem is when it starts doing a, a inflation at 10% and you're, right. and, you're, and you're in the stock market and it's losing 30%, now you're starting to lose your value and your work over time. And that's really what I think we're all uh, uh, in favor of mm-hmm. is, is is preserving the work that you've done so that you don't have to depend on other things to take care of you.
3: I think the overall best solution is assets, correct? Uh,
0: Hard assets, of some because sort. Because
3: yeah. when you look at uh, Agenda 2030, we we've all have talked in offline right. about that. It, the World Economic Forum, the you know the
1: evil people,
3: the Cla- Cla- the elite Schwab leaders, Dr. Evil. correct? Yeah. But you look at um, the environmental, social governance, all of these other things that are. That are in front of us, that's running our corporate uh, boardrooms right now, they don't want us to own anything. So you want to own assets.
0: How's that? Yeah. You no, want to own quest, your
3: home if you can. My
0: question is always then if we can't own anything, then who owns everything? BlackRock. Who, well, <laughs> yeah, BlackRock. pretty much. BlackRock. And, I, and then Rock right who owns now.
3: BlackRock? Well, it's, uh, well, let's start at the, uh, uh, the planetary pyramid the the public private uh, what would you call it organizational, organizational. chart well, yeah the, well, and uh, there's yeah, a real one there
0: you can actually go in and look at the stock of uh, stockholders in Blackrock and I've looked through them. right and mm-hmm. you know and it's a lot of banks you know like JP Morgan Goldman Sachs yeah. Uh, yeah. you know and and uh, Warren Buffett with Berkshire Hathaway uh, you know and you start realizing that not only do they own pretty much BlackRock, but they also own Fidelity and Vanguard. And so the stocks in all these companies is owned by a group of people that gets consolidated down. And there's not that many of them, quite frankly, by the time you get to the bottom. Well, no, but they're starts, at the
1: top of the chain, though. They are the main one well, in the pyramid. Yeah, there's about seven
3: uh, families with long uh, long genetic lines. Who, I think this
0: is a conspiracy theory.
3: Well, it's real. You can find it out there. I mean, if you research the Bank of International Settlements, that is the banker's bank. Mm-hmm. Sure. It's the banks of all banks. And uh, <laughs> and I know we didn't talk about it, but I think it's really important to to mention that there's five rungs of leadership in the world. You've got the Bank of International Settlements. They're the policy makers. Then you got the policy distributors. Those mm-hmm. would be your Black Rocks, your World Economic Forums, you... Uh, there's like 20 different councils that are out there who distribute the policy. Think, uh, think of the World Health Organization. What we just our went policy. through. Right. Yep. Then you have the policy enforcers. That's right in the middle of the rung. That is our elected governments or selected governments, if you will. Uh, you have uh, the Federal Reserve is actually above. Our elected officials. So, right. so
0: you're saying that our elected officials are not the ones that are in charge of everything? No, I mean, they're I, not. I, I, no. I'm totally no. shocked yeah. because I thought Joe Biden was at wow. the, the head yeah. of the spear.
1: Well, no, he's, he's an enforcer, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> Kinda. He could be a propagandist. <laughs> <laughs> but there's
3: two not more sure. rungs. Yeah. He's the head of the spear. And right? this will be very simple. That the next rung the is, is your propagandist, is your propagandist, and then your policy subjects, right.
1: and that would be Us. yes,
3: yes. And, and that's really bottom. how it works. When you when you look at it in that, that frame and research every one of those categories, you'll sit back and go, I'll be darned. This is what we've been subject to for a long time, well, and, for and, the ages. And this
0: is what the elimination of private property is about. And it then, is. And then that's why you want to get some of these investments, because it gets it out of their system, right. whether it's yes. Bitcoin or gold or silver or... You know, uh, there's other investments. Ding, ding, that,
1: ding. That's the whole thing. It yeah. decentralizes it. It tanks it out of their hands. And that's the only way people will have true freedom right. and liberty.
0: Well, and, if, and, and, and you can believe that system or not without, you know, whether you want to do the research or not. But what you can hang your hat on for sure is that the fact is that all of these other things, whether it's the stock market or your bank account, Whatever it is, have counterparty risk with other parties holding your assets, Mm -hmm. and if if they can be devalued, or even you know, like they've done these bank holidays or these bank runs in China, where they just you can't get to your accounts, or the stock market crashes, you're out of luck. It's always a good idea to have some assets that you're holding back out of the system, uh, so that if everything does go to crap, and nothing like that would ever happen, right? I mean, you know, because we would
3: like. To think it won't happen, but it's a very real possibility.
0: Yeah, I watched that movie too. It's called Pollyanna. But uh, it, we well know that that's not, uh, you know, not, we, we know that in the real world, if you're not, uh, you know, listening to a 1984 doublespeak. Right. That we're, we have some serious problems right yes, now. We do. Yeah, and it's going to get worse before it gets better. And uh, so we need people to be as prepared as possible uh whether you know again you guys like the bitcoin and I do too I we
1: we we yeah we're saying all of the above yeah we, we favor more towards the bitcoin um because a lot of the way it can be I don't want to say transmitted but it is so for example if chris is you know in china or wherever and she needs money I could get her bitcoin like that it's
0: it's more of a borderless uh type money that's easy to transfer yeah
1: and nobody needs to know that me and Chris made that transaction. Right. Transaction. It's private. It's private. It's between me and her. Whatever we right. do, how many times well, they do it and the amount that we do it. It is
3: private, but it's not. It could be it's out on the blockchain, the blockchain for anybody to see to know that the transaction has been done. But they don't know it was Linda or Chris. Right. They just know by an address that that transaction was done. But if you don't mind me saying something here that you made a really good point about um, having different assets and and connecting, excuse me, with people. But what's really fear, uh, what concerns me the most is when people do become awake and they realize what happens. Why we want to help people with Mm -hmm. adoption and understand what's happening is that we're going to need to lift some people up. They're going to be just fractured right? and not know what happened. We're seeing that yeah. happen on a daily basis now. Absolutely. Yes. And uh, we need to help people as much as possible so that we can lift up as many people as, as we as possibly as we can. Because it, it is, I think it's going to take quite a few people out psychologically where they're not going to be able to... Uh, to participate in it in any way that must be necessary
0: and i think this is a global problem it is it is yeah Yeah. so
3: i mean you look at every country and look at how they've been impacted more so in other countries than ours when we talk about bitcoin uh, more of the third world countries appreciate having that currency available than we do because to them they're not dealing with the U.S. currency anymore. Right. They've bypassed it.
0: Right. Well, that's mm. why I kind of like gold and silver, too. It's just yes. not as transportable. Any, exactly. It's out of the system. Yep. Right. Uh, but uh, I think we're probably out of time here. I, I hate to say that. <laughs> well, uh, well, we can go on, on and, and, and on. And on, exactly. And we probably,
1: you know, we'll come back and, and go over it again. But the main thing is to get this out and to educate people right. on the whole. All of the above. That's yes. what it's all about right. in our hearts that we want to do, like you say, you know, pull people up. There's going to be a lot of people caught in the crosshairs here. Well, We're uh,
3: moving to a decentralized living in, uh,
1: arrangement. Yes. And well, that's just the way it's you going. You have to understand inflation
0: in because if you don't, right. you can't keep the tires and your bike pumped up.
1: That's right. Yeah. 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 Very much so. All right. Well, we want to thank you for coming in, Chris. Thanks for having yeah, me. Yeah, we'll, we'll right. uh, pick that, this that conversation up. That was a joke. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right, so double uh, guess, speak. D- that was double
1: speak. <laughs> so that means that their tires need to be flat. Oh, I think <laughs>
0: I just turned my volume up well, with my elbow. But with that?
1: That's okay. okay. So I
0: guess we're at the end. Government is not reason. It is not eloquence. It so, is force and force like fires. A dangerous servant and a peripheral master, George Washington. That makes more sense the more times you mm-hmm. hear it. And, and uh, um, we
1: will see you all next thanks time. Thanks for coming in, Christy. Right. We
0: appreciate it. All
3: right, all right. Very good. Thanks.